What's up, guys? Welcome to Free For All Podcast, your source for all things geek. I am your quarantine host, Evan Swafford, live from Cleveland, Tennessee, and a social distancing, acceptable distance away. Chuck Nally in, what, are you in Fordo or Ringgold? You're in Fordo. Fordo, right? <laughs> son of a bitch. What? That intro sucked. I couldn't have made it any worse. Yes, I'm in Ringgold. I don't know. You're, you're, it's like Twin Cities there. Aren't you, also, aren't you, like, not in Cleveland in your zip code, like... It's McDonald. McDonald yeah. is Cleveland. Yeah, it's the same. It's just a mailing thing. There's also the sultry sounds of Josh Barnett coming from a safe distance from Red Bank, Tennessee. Yeah, technology. It sucks. But it's yeah, kind of cool. Red Bank's the same as Chattanooga. We were supposed to have a fourth from Udawal tonight, but in classic Trey fashion, he's banging dudes. He's got a hard extra emphasis on hard out and in and out again. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, That's correct. I don't like it. It makes a popping sound. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> Plus one, bitch. Supposedly, there was a medical emergency for Brittany, but, you know... Yeah, let's, let's dig in on Brittany real quick. Hold on. Fuck this bullshit. He's used that before. Yeah. I'm still not sure she's real. <laughs> oh, she's Brittany just a the living beard. beard. It, oh. it's still a thing, it turns out. I don't believe it. For tax purposes. Yeah. Uh, it Hypothetically, if she ever did get sick and have to have her gallbladder removed, I would wish her a speedy recovery. But, Certainly. you know. If that ever actually happens. If we were to believe such, you know, unfounded lies and rumors. So it's been I'll a while. Cock. Correct. It's been a while, boys. Hey. It has. It's been since uh, the uh, our award shows, actually. So it's been two months. Yeah, the last time we recorded, we didn't seem like we didn't sound all that concerned about the whole coronavirus thing. We uh, we signed off saying we'll uh, we'll see what the future holds and saying we we do what we could. It turns out we could do the awards, and then we got shut the fuck down. Yeah, I like to think that the governor of Tennessee and Georgia together actually shut us down personally. <laughs> Send a letter to free for all. Received a, a cease and desist. Your content is not necessary or essential during quarantine. They will, they will surely attract large crowds. And then five seconds later, Governor of Georgia said, never mind, you guys are cool. We can just go ahead and do whatever the fuck you want. We don't have enough money to offer him. Correct. No, I'm not talking about that. It's just he doesn't give a shit about the well-being of humanity or certainly not his people. Well, Politics! Let's not get into that tonight. Uh, there's enough of that shit going around. We want, we're going to talk about... Uh, uh, just so you guys know what we're doing, um, we haven't been on here in a while. Uh, we're going to break this down into three sections like normal, uh, but it's going to be a little bit different. Not going to go too long tonight. Uh, we're going to talk just kind of how we're doing, how we've been coping uh, here in the first show. If you don't give a shit about us and want to listen to about movies and TV, uh, skip to the second and third shows. We'll do that. <laughs> also, don't be dicks. Listen to us, too. That's fine. I mean, they'll still be listening to us, just not about us. Because, I mean, come on, I get it. So we got pretty, we have three, I'd say, unique perspectives on this. Uh, and again, I'd like to steer away from political and uh, all that, because, I mean, I think we're all pretty similar on that, but have varying degrees of uh, uh, exposure here and all that stuff. 
in reality, it's all out of our control, and we're not political pundits, so what does it really matter? That's correct. I think people are getting that shit everywhere they turn, so let's let's not add to that. Uh, we all that's I, a good thing Trey's not here then. I, know, I was waiting to see his face drop and just be like, well, I, 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 it's not dirty. I that's what I came here for. <laughs> Did somebody? Make there is a woman in Nebraska you? suing all the gays, though. We can talk all about that. I was all there, of them. I was there when Eric found that headline and he lost it. Yeah, it's fantastic. Um, so, yeah, um, we have three pretty different uh, experiences throughout all this. Um, I think we've all, you know, we're rational people. And uh, whether you believe it's like doomsday or nothing, I think, like most things, it's somewhere in the middle. Um, but we're all kind of coming at it from different angles. For me, uh, personally, I mean, it hasn't been fun. I miss my friends. I miss you know, going out and doing fun things. But uh, uh, my work was uh, wonderfully deemed essential, whatever the hell that actually means. But uh, it was, it's on our, you know, for those maybe tuning in for the first time, I own a nursery and uh, it's springtime, which is our, I mean, if we missed spring, we would have been in serious financial trouble. For, uh, for, trees, not babies. For, for anybody new to the podcast, trees, not babies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's what's on the tax forms, but we're not really sure what happens at Swafford Nursery. Babies is on is on our business card. <laughs> oh, it's a big old it's a big old banner they find in the front door. God, that'd be uh, awesome. Oh, can yeah. you please update your Twitter profile for Swafford Nursery to hashtag Trees Not Babies? If I buy you, if I buy you business cards that says Trees Not Babies, would you hand those out? Oh god! Oh, yeah. I am I am in. Whatever the cost is, split it in half and let's get double. At Baltimore, the biggest nursery trade show in the world. Okay, <laughs> I will. Make add- sure you give one to the editor in chief at Southern Living. Yeah, you damn. <laughs> also, they're listening. <laughs> Are, do they just ex- exist in every home in the South? They they have permeated the South. That is true. Permeated and. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, infected. Don't speak ill. Uh, <laughs> so for me, uh, it's been a little bit different. I've gone to work every single day. Um, well, I've tried to be responsible. Uh, it, it was kind of weird. I had like a weird like. I had a time where it kind of got to me. I all I saw every single day was like fucking horrible news, and we all were just doom kind of doom and gloom about it. And then I had to put a sign up on my door at the office saying, you know. In a much nicer way than what I'm about to say, don't fucking come in here. We'll do everything outside. Um, but at the same time, I have, I've had to be exposed to people. I mean, we still got to do business. Uh, I've got to go out. I just have to, you know, take someone's credit card or, you know, hand them an invoice. And then I just have to come in and wash my hands and try to do the best I can. But I've got to leave my house and go to work every day. My poor wife has been a champ. And she's, I don't think she left our, outside of our yard for seven weeks with our one-year-old and three-year-old and uh she went she was about to go a bit crazy um luckily it's kind of starting to lax a little bit we're still trying to be safe obviously um had a little bit of a scare got uh a bit sick um had some trouble breathing all that stuff tested negative um that test really sucks which chuck can speak to um well he pays attention uh tested negative then the doctor said eh, it's probably 50 50 if you still have it and i was like excuse me and she was like 40 uh, percent of negative tests are just false negatives i was like oh cool 
yeah, we're we're definitely well prepared as a people for this. Yeah, well, that's worldwide. Yeah, so just everywhere, just negative tests, maybe sure. But I, uh, I very well likely had it in February when I thought I had the flu and I tested negative for that. Yeah, that's actually true. And you know, so it was, it was right after Conuga. We were in contact with a ton of extra people than what we normally are. Yeah. I will say, actually, at this point, you know, I'm through it. It's been that's been over a month ago. So I actually hope I had it. My family's exposed. If they got it, they were all asymptomatic. You know, that'd be best case. But uh, but I've got to leave my house every day. I've got to go to work. Um, uh, I just try to be safe. So it's been uh, a little bit different for me. Um, whereas Did you see that? No, I see the brightest of light. Oh, there it is. Trees, not babies. <laughs> Four two three, four two three, four two three four. I don't know his fucking business. I was number. about to say, how do you know my number? <laughs> oh god, I hope four two three, four two three, four two three four gets all the spam. It's correct, uh, but uh, from a different perspective, we've got. Uh, yeah, I can get five hundred of these for twenty bucks. Oh, he is what dedicated. He he's at least twice as dedicated as Trey would be on this call. That's correct. Um, from a different perspective, there's uh, Josh. You were uh, you started off still going to work, and then I think when it really started getting serious, you've been sent home, and you've been stuck at home. And uh, you're a single dude, and I think we talked about this on the Zoom call last last week. I don't think it ever really hit me. I was like, you just aren't seeing people, and uh, yeah, I, I mean that sucks, dude. And I. I I feel bad that we haven't been able to do this more because um, it's got to help, I got to think. Yeah, it's it's definitely, I mean, I'm not going to lie. It hasn't been easy. I've, we'll talk in a minute about the things I've done to keep myself sane a little bit. But so for the first, you know, half month or so in March, basically, we were still going into the office where I work. But we were giving pretty much anybody who had concerns, was at risk, lived with somebody at risk, had any sort of potential or anything, essentially carte blanche to not show up. <clears throat> so I work at a, a cell phone call center and in a yeah, team that's supposed mobile. to be <laughs> G yeah. mobile, G mobile. Oh. Um, but it, essentially a team that's supposed to have anywhere from 20 to 35 people there on a daily basis, we were having five people and we were making sure that everybody was sitting two to three desks apart um, you know, very minimal contact as best as possible, but still in an environment in the office, it's difficult to completely eliminate that post that that process, right? Uh, at the beginning of April, we switched to pretty much exclusively work from home, except for the fact that people in my role, which are supervisors and above, at least have to show up for one day of work. So I still go in every Friday, but I'm only seeing Jeez. at maximum seven to ten people, and none of them are people that I know, right? Because it's the whole. It's the whole call center. Um, <clears throat> living alone, being alone is difficult enough on its own in a lot of ways. But now when it is six out of seven days a week, I really can't see anything. I've found myself as safely as possible visiting grocery stores and things like that more often. I'm not going and doing a big grocery shopping, although I am cooking a lot on my own way, way more frequently and really getting into it, to be honest with you. Like, I really, really enjoy it. Um, I'm kind of going out to just get out of the house. I wear a mask. I stay away from people. I stand at the end of the aisle and wait for people who might be standing by the product that I want, things like that, to do the best that I can. But I know that it's not a 100% solution to it all. Um, but it's definitely not easy. 
right? It's it's difficult because I don't have anybody to come home to. I don't see anybody. I've seen friends once in the last two months, and even that, I felt guilty and ill-prepared. I went and hung out on Mother's Day with our friend Eric and um, their other friend that we kind of play magic with and stuff like that, and we were outside the entire time, so we really didn't hang out inside. Um, we tried to keep our distance as best as possible, but kind of did a barbecue situation. But even that, I felt guilty about doing, and it's not something that I would necessarily do again until there's a far better idea of a, a solution and and some sort of cure or vaccine about this all. Um, it sucks, <laughs> I'll be honest with you. The virtual happy hour stuff we've done, the the fact that I can still play... Uh, at least magic with that group of people. We figured out a fairly decent solution to be able to play online instead of in person like we used to. Dived into video games and talking with friends and text messages a lot more. Um, the thing that's kept me the most sane is like this diving into cooking that I've been doing. Yeah, that's uh, boss. Yeah, teaching myself different you know techniques. Really taking like the little bits that I've learned from doing the HelloFresh that that like Trey and Chuck and myself have been doing more frequently and working on creating more meals on my own and being a little bit more freelance and like I'm looking to buy a home soon. And the first thing I look at in all my uh, listings is what does the kitchen look like? Is it a good kitchen or not? If not, I don't really want it because I want a place that I'm going to be comfortable in. And yeah, burners, bro. uh, Not even just that, but it's got to have a decent Island. It's got to have not shitty countertops. It's got to have good uh, cabinet space and like enough room to work around and not feel like I'm super cramped because I'm literally working on like a two by two foot of space of countertop right now between my refrigerator and my my stove. And that's all that I have to work with. But yeah, Evan jokingly mentioned it. I, I've started delving into creating my own hot sauces. Um, I've just kind of looked up some basic recipes, tried to make some different changes on it. And I've done two different batches right now and through varying degrees of success. But I think they both are like really tasty. It's been super fun to just kind of dive into and like i keep wanting to do more and more of it i made like five bottles of this ghost pepper pineapple mango thing on sunday and it's delicious and like i'm really enjoying finding additional skills and things to keep my mind busy because i was going hard and we'll talk about it later when we first started with tv and movies and video games and everything else but even that died down there's about seven or eight movies that have been released digitally for this year that i've just never found the energy to go in and watch i watched my first movie in almost a full month two days ago and it turned out to be the most depressing fucking movie of the year even though it was really good that movie <laughs> um am i the only one who saw it or did you see it i haven't seen it yet i honestly just didn't want to be sad yeah, it's definitely sad as shit. So don't watch the Ben Affleck basketball vehicle <laughs> the way back if you're not wanting to feel terribly uh, about humanity and society in general. But um, those are kind of the things that have kind of kept me at least upright and like getting out of bed every day. Right. My neighbor, who I used to complain about all the time because his dogs would never shut up, he moved out. <laughs> Um, and he actually was a really cool guy. He gave me like a bunch of extra furniture that he wasn't using. So it's on my back porch now and I can go out and sit outside at least for a little bit, but that son of a bitch. Yeah, I know. Right. Well, it's because he would always walk his dogs that had no control. And every Saturday morning, he didn't decide to walk it on his side of the apartment complex. He walked them right by my bedroom door and those fuckers are, or window rather. And those fuckers are loud as shit. Um, but it's been weird. But, you know, we're all kind of getting through this in the way that we can as best as possible and trying to stay positive. 
Yeah, well, hopefully it's not going to be too much longer before we can all get together. Um, I'd rather us all be safe, though, at the same time, right? Not delving into the politics of it all, but I'd rather, I mean, my cruise that I was talking about, I was super excited for, that was delayed from October this year to October next year. Yeah, large gatherings like that are going to be a ways off. Hopefully, like, three to four of us being together isn't going to be a big deal soon. L.A. just announced after being pretty one of the strictest, they're going to open up on July 4th, um, so... Yeah, it's just it's, it's it's, uh, scary because there's just still like it's not like we haven't made any headway. Right. Like without getting into the politics of it all, we've not done anything to actually call the virus aside from we've been staying away from each other. So reported cases have potentially dipped. But even that they seem to be increasing still. It's just I, I want us to be safe more than anything else. And especially with our friend group, like I would just rather we be more cautious than not, and I'd rather everybody take that precaution. Um, the last thing I want is us all to open up and start going and hanging out with each other, and then in the fall, if everybody follows the projections of, like, the Spanish flu and shit like that, like, I just, I don't want it to come back ten times as worse as it was. Yeah, I mean, we're just going to have to kind of see how it's going. I think small groups are going to be okay, as long as we're being safe and all that stuff, but we got a ways before we get that. Uh, speaking of that... Chuck, you've also kind of got a different perspective on it as well. You, you've been at home. You've been working from home, but uh, you know you're married. You've got kids, but you've also you come from a point where you've got a couple people in your household that would be considered immunocompromised. How's it been going with you? Um, uh, you know, it it is what it is. We do as much family stuff as we possibly can. Just I don't know, using this time to. Uh, do some things, play games, watch movies, TV, stuff like that. Um, I myself have been staying busy with like projects around the house. I've been doing a shit ton of like, I guess, man stuff. <laughs> the first time for everything, but uh, earlier, but a table I, the way. I do, I do all of my man stuff on my PS4. Don't worry about it. All over your PS4. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so I, I refinished the table, um, that turned out pretty well. Um, I, uh, installed a garbage disposal and a side sprayer to the sink and, the uh, like the strainer part of the sink, like the right hand side, that's not the garbage disposal. I installed that, uh, uh, I re-leveled like a bunch of bricks out in the front yard. Uh, we're working on a garden in the front yard now where the rose garden used to be. Right. Uh, hmm. I'm making if, a, if I uh, were to bring you some seed pods, would you be willing to grow some Carolina Reaper and ghost peppers for me? I want them fresh, not dried. I don't want any of your seed, Josh. Oh, come on. My you seed is that. my seed is valuable, Chuck. You keep that in the Kleenex where it belongs. My spicy seed is valuable to many people. Wait for Doug to go take a big bite of a Carolina Reaper. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I'm uh, uh, about to start uh, work on um, a walk, like a gravel walkway from the from the front driveway to the backyard. Oh, that, I, I can walk down that when I go to my pee spot. Yeah, yeah, your pee spot's going to be covered in mulch, but it'll still soak up urine just just fine. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, plus, a, that I, horrendous stench of fresh mulch will way overpower the stench of piss. Oh, God, I love the smell of mulch. Do you, man? It is like bottom five smells for me. I can't stand it. Oh, I love the smell of mulch. Uh, well, yeah, you have to. Yeah, it just kind of smells like that. 
All I'm hearing right now is Chuck is going to be the guy I'm calling when I eventually do buy my new home somewhere in Cleveland, Tennessee. And he's going to come and improve my property value. (laughs) I mean, me stepping foot on anyone's property value does not raise it at all. No, but apparently I get new sinks and gravel gravel walkways and front yard gardens. I'm down. Thanks, Fudd. Appreciate that. For a while. I don't know. I've been having that trouble. <laughs> Any word that has the qu sound or the, the w sound, I've just been like horrible at pronouncing. Oh yeah, I'll help. It's fun. I like doing stuff like that. I've I got gravel walk for a little bit, and I was like, "How does that work?" <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. I've actually like that's that's been the thing that's been most entertaining to me as well is like trying to teach myself new stuff or get involved with things that I normally wouldn't do because. Uh, and we'll talk about on games next show, I guess, or whenever we do this again in the future. Like, there's only so much you can do with video games right now, and there's only so much you can do with movie and TV. Um, finding those extra things, like the cooking and things like that, or the housework, it, it's it's surprisingly fun to kind of have those outside of digital entertainment things going on. Yeah, I was. Uh, I didn't know what to do with myself when the table was finished because I was taking up like two to five hours a day just getting that thing finished and sanded down and smoothed out right. Did you make it from hand? So now making something from hand? No, I wanted to just know if you had just a, if it started off as a tree and then you whittled a table. (laughs) Well, I had to wait till a lightning storm first and uh, kind (laughs) of like the natural, you know? Uh, we've had our fair share of storms in this area as well. Don't worry. That's happened on a first Oh, yeah. We had a fucking tornado. Uh, like a week after coronavirus hit real bad, they were like, you know what? Fuck Tennessee in particular, Chattanooga. Here's a tornado again on like the eight-year anniversary of another tornado that tore through Georgia. Yeah, that that's where I got my table from. There were tables flying all around, man. It was crazy. Surprised yeah, you there, didn't there were those unmade tables that kept getting <laughs> uprooted or uprooted from the ground. <laughs> I got a couple of unmade tables in my backyard right now. <laughs> yeah, that that uh that night was a bit scary. Yeah, it was. It kind of came and went for me. Luckily, on the mountain, it's less of a danger for tornadoes, valleys, and mountains and shit like that. Like they like level ground. Yeah, Cleveland got hit, but luckily, where my house and nursery are, we're right in a little valley. They always get real close, but they always stay on one side of the ridge or another. So we usually we get high wind damage, like at the nursery, but we really the tornado really comes through. We hit about three miles from my house. I've learned all of Chattanooga was a big fan of Smoky Bones because it got destroyed, and apparently everybody was super sad to see it go. Well, not Smoky Bones. What was it called? Just Bones? It's just Bones. Yeah, Smoky Bones is a thing that already went under. Over yeah, on Miller's is now it, right? Or it is Miller's or something like that? Uh, Miller's is. No, that's where, it's where, no, not where Chewy's, I don't remember where the fuck it was. It was over there, though. It's already there. Either way, did you see the story about the Bones uh, menu that made it like 25 miles down the road? No, somebody somebody stared in Facebook, they were like, this showed up in our front yard. I guess Bones got hit. <laughs> And they were like, talk about about takeout. (laughs) (laughs) I'm back. Oh, God, no. In 2011, when she hit and all the plastic got ripped off our greenhouses, we just watched it go up into the sky. I don't, we still to this day don't know what happened to that. Someone got some huge sheets of plastic just landing all over the place around them. The taste. 
Oh man, I was just praying it didn't like land on the interstate and like cover up a car or something. <laughs> and it just has Swafford Nursery plastered all over it. Free <laughs> <laughs> advertising, bro. Man, that, that, 2000, that 2011 shit was scary. That was like right when I moved here. I remember I was still working at US Express. It was the first year I was here. And um, we were on the top floor of our office building, which is only three stories high. It was only three um, floors or whatever. But, like, I remember looking out and, you know, that area in between 75 and the U.S. Express building that used to be really just flat out planes and empty. Right. Um, like, I remember seeing a wall of wind and rain. It, it almost looked like somebody, like, like God was shutting the door on the world. And it was just, like, I remember seeing it, like, start on the right side of the window and then just cover the entire area. And then, like, four hours later, there was a tornado that you can still see missing trees from all up and down 75. Oh, yeah. The back yeah, I mean, it, the, the, like the, the funnel started forming, like, almost directly above my backyard. It's before I knew any of y'all. Yeah, that was... And, of course, being GameStop, I went to work that, like, the very next day. Yeah, man. Corporate entities, man. They don't care. Remember earlier this year when we were recording and me and Josh... <laughs> we went to Burger King in a tornado or an hurricane. It was awful. There there was that guy. I didn't get my fucking food. That guy really wanted into that Burger King. Yeah, he did. Like, our, the car was like kind of like shaking back and forth. I was like, we might tip over. <laughs> yeah, we were in a Mustang. It was not sound for fucking hurricane weather. And that old man was getting out of his truck, and he was knocking on that Burger King door like, please, let me into the building that is 95% window. <laughs> it was awesome. Oh, man, it was good times. And then a week later, we finally got our Impossible Whoppers. It's true. Which do taste different. Yeah, but only on the aftertaste, mostly. Also, only like 40 calories difference. Yeah, I don't get the reason. Anyways... Uh, all right. Well, this is it's been good checking in. Uh, just so you know, we uh, I alluded to it at the beginning. Uh, we usually break it down in three segments. We're going to continue doing that. Um, we're going to talk about movies and the effect Corona's had on them, and just kind of check in with a few of the things we've been watching. And then on the third show, we're going to talk do the same thing with TV. Um, probably more just about what's going on in the state of TV. We'll talk about a few shows and probably some comfort stuff we watched. Um, and then we'll get back onto like a scheduled thing as we try to do this more. More and more often, and hopefully one day things are normal again. Uh, we'll see when that is. Uh, but until then, just stay tuned for the second show. Bye. Thank you for listening to Free For All, your source for all things geek. We just wrapped up another episode, but we're not done. Stay tuned for parts two and three. Don't forget to subscribe to the show on iTunes and rate and review us too. That's the best way for new folks to find our show. You can also find us on the Google Play Store, Stitcher, or your favorite podcasting app. Don't forget that you can now subscribe to our YouTube channel to watch the show as we record, and you can catch our live streams on the Free For All Facebook page. Also, feel free to tweet us at FFA Podcast to keep in touch. Thanks again, everyone, and we'll see you next time.